What's up, everybody? This is your head minority in charge, Gus. Thank you for joining us here at the Minority Support. Along with me, as always, is Jay. How's it going, everybody? Unfortunately, Sammy Hayden is out, but you know what? She'll be back soon. We got a lot of topics that we want to bring up and bring to you guys. So, but anyway, what we wanted to talk to you about this week is current events, of course, as we usually do. So, Jay, how are these elections? How was that red wave? How'd that red red wave turn out? Uh, it's a little bit of a drizzle, and and I'm I'm talking about like that type of drizzle where you're walking in the street and you go, "Was that a raindrop?" Eh. Yeah. So I referred to it as a pink drizzle. <laughs> Somebody goes, that sounds like a STD. I was like, well. I mean, know. when you look at the MAGA hats. <laughs> they kind of look like they are. Right. Oh, oh my God. But the, the last time they had a red wave is when they their boats almost sank in that fucking, uh, uh, that, that Trump boat party fiasco. <laughs> That was, that, was the, that was the last red wave. At <laughs> some point, somebody, somebody goes, oh, red waves come. And I yeah. said, you know, cranberry juice and might all will help you with that. Hey, that's a UTI <laughs> joke. Well, <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't get the red wave they wanted. Uh, normally, it, I know people have already heard this, but normally what happens is the opposing party that has the president usually wins the midterms, i.e. like when Dump, oh, Frumpy Dump was uh, president. Mm-hmm. The Democrats took over in 2018. Mm-hmm. So they were expecting, oh, this big giant red wave. And historically, it's always happened. Mm-hmm. Wah, wah. They forget the fact that Gen Zers are now of the or of the age to where they can vote. And guess what? Shocker, they voted against people who were against their own interest. Dude, okay. <laughs> it was so bad. The Gen Z turnout was yeah. so bad. That faux news, faux, you know, faux news. Yep. They, uh, Cucker Tarlson and faux news, they mm-hmm. were all making these excuses because Gen Z came out and, as they said, they voted in droves. They want, <laughs> they, some lady was talking about wanting to raise the uh, voting age up to 21. Right. So somebody was like, okay, well, you, you know, there's an amendment for that, right? That they couldn't. <laughs> they amended it because if, to serve in the military, you have to be 18 years old. So they said, mm-hmm. okay, well, then you have to make the voting age 18 years old. You can't have tell people to serve in the military and they, they can't vote. Mm-hmm. So the lowering the age actually for voting was lowered to 18. Right. Because you can't tell people, hey, you can go die for your country, but you can't vote who's president. Yep. It's like, you can have a drink, but you can uh, arm yourself with an uh, M16. I'm saying, dude. Yeah. It's, so, well, anyway, they're talking about voting, the, raising the voting age up to 21. They want to do that. See, see, they, that, see, that's such loser talk. They want to try to change the rule just because they got destroyed. Yep. Like, they're, they're like Roddy Piper. Yep. Just when you think they, well, just when they think they got all the answers, we change all the questions. <laughs> it's like, no, dude, no, that's not the way things work. No, no, no. We got to do this over. My controller was broken. <laughs> <laughs> But no, honestly, are they really shocked that Gen Z vote against conservatives? They the conservatives has spent the larger part of the decade talking shit about Gen Z or saying that they're weak, they're soft, they need their safe spaces. Guess what? Gen Zers fight back. Yeah. And they fight back harder in numbers. In numbers and they could do more damage to you than any battlefield. Bro, they they used the culture war but, against the conservatives. Bro, but nowadays if you see every protest, mm-hmm. honestly, about eighty percent of the people in the protest are under the age of twenty five. Right. They're they're Gen Z. They're all about making the change. Mm -hmm. And what I equate, what I not equated to, but what I kind of give it a background to is Mm -hmm. thanks to my generation. I'm not taking all the credit for it, but I'm going to take some of the credit for it. (laughs) As the lone Gen Zer in America. (laughs) No, I'm a Gen. No, Gen X. Oh, Gen Xer. Yeah, I'm a Gen Xer, and I'm not. I'm not taking full credit for it. I mean, maybe I had some part to do with it, but. (laughs) 
Okay, well, my let, gener- what, what I'm trying to say is yeah. that my generation were raised by the boomers and what they call the silent generation. Mm-hmm. And those are the generations that are the pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I didn't have that when I was a kid. Uh, I'm going to work 80 hours a week and ignore my child kind of, you know, uh, mm-hmm. we were more of a prop than we were a child. Right. You know, oh, well, I have kids. Well, how much time do you spend with them? Spend time with them. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> And that's kind of how we were brought up. So we right. were brought up to be self-sufficient and self-reliant. Mm-hmm. Now, fast forward. And so we held that. A, a lot of the mental illness that Gen Xers deal with mm-hmm. were, never, were never diagnosed because it wasn't a thing. Uh, you know? It was like, oh, that boy ain't right in the head. That's all it was. Or it'd be something completely misdiagnosed. Like, oh, he has ADD. Or when he just doesn't have, or they, excuse well, me. Right. They'd be misdiagnosed as ADD when, in actuality, they're just not motivated. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, or they were they were told, oh, they just they're just lazy. Yeah. When they're suffering from you know crippling depression, oh, they're just lazy. Yeah. Uh, it, it, they're sad, mm-hmm. it, and so we never got our mental health right. You know, until we're older. Me, I I was diagnosed as bipolar when I was. 45 years old so i spent 45 years of my life not knowing that i was and so it was always that boy ain't right yeah and i remember a friend of mine uh he was um diagnosed with asperger's um i know that's an outdated term um uh, just recently he was on the spectrum on the spectrum yeah recently and his parents knew but they never told him they weren't equipped or didn't um, want to give, like, at least, like, put in the effort to, Well, they like, didn't get uh, the help for him. Right, right. So they just swept it under the rug. Right. So Gen X was brought up that way. So what happens is, fast forward, we become parents. So we teach our kids, not all, we give them the love that we were never shown. We give them the parenting that we were never shown. And I'm not saying, again, this is every boomer, but the majority of them. So what we did was raise our kids to be self-sufficient, but also mm-hmm. took care of their mental health and helped them and guided them. But we also told them that, yo, the generation that was before us, pay no mind to them. See, boomers want to say that Gen Z doesn't respect them. We, we taught them to stand for themselves, so to stand by their beliefs. And the example is this, this guy posted a video about how 18-year-olds on died on the beach in Normandy, and now 18-year-olds are looking for their safe space. Mm-hmm. They want to try to equate that, but I'm going to break it down in just two minutes. It's not that. It's that at that, in that time, 18-year-olds were being mentally manipulated to believe mm-hmm. that the only way they can show they were American and a patriot and show that they were a man mm-hmm. was to go off and die in war, where we have taught Gen Z, the generation, that no, you be smarter than that. Right. You don't go die for somebody else's war. Mm-hmm. And if you see the evolution of it, they did that during World War II. But then with Vietnam, a lot of guys were avoiding the draft, mm-hmm. running out because they're like, fuck that. I'm not going to go die in somebody else's war. And it's just evolved from there. Mm-hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I have much respect for people who have served in the military. But that is not the benchmark to what says it's what, who's brave, who's a man, what makes a manly man. It, that's not the that's not the the fucking end goal anymore. Right. I equate Gen Z fighting back League of Extraordinary Gentlemen movie when uh, two of the henchmen were about to fight Captain Nemo and they say draw your pistol and he says I walk a different path gets his sword out. <laughs> that's what Gen Z did. So the boomers are saying you know you guys are not enlisting or fighting in a war. What are you guys doing? We're going to fight our own war. We're going to yep. start with the culture war, the protests, the campaigns. They're going to make changes. Not on the battlefield, but on the streets, in Congress. Basically, they're going to make change where it all makes um, makes all the difference. No, exactly. And what's happening is that they, they tell Gen Zers, you can't roll up your sleeves and work hard. No, I'm going to sit on my computer and rob your bank. 
I'm, I'm going to do some minimal damage. <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm, no, I'm to do maximum damage with minimal effort. I'm going to hack into your network and mm. fuck you all up. Which, I mean, like, and we've had those stories. Like, you know, there have been uh, Gen Zers that have been able to fight back against, you know, people who are racist, who are prejudiced against LBGQ, uh, T. I probably messed that up, but you know what I mean. Um, LGBTQ+. Plus? There you go. They would um, basically, you know, be able to fight the war that by their own terms, not by the boomers' terms, not by sacrificing themselves for a country that pay, you know, that does not respect them at all. They're gonna basically fight back using their own means. And let me tell you, it's way more effective than an M16. Exactly, mm-hmm. and that's what these people don't understand. Like the reason why the Russians were able to hack in and do all that election fucking fraud collusion during the 2016 election is because they got people who are smart like that. And we have them here too. But the only problem is that the government has talked so much shit about them. They don't want help. They're like, right. nah, we're good. And it, we'll just may, do it on our own. Right, right. And like, see, and that was what cracks me up is like conservatives are, have like the Pikachu shocked face that Gen Zers would vote against conservatives. Like again, you guys spent the better part of the decade Talking shit about them, you think they wouldn't? Do you, you don't think they would uh, remember that shit? Exactly, mm-hmm. dude. And going back to the elections, so they expected this whole fucking red wave, right? Right. And all of these Trump simping, uh, MAGA Kool Aid drinking uh, politicians that were up for fucking uh, positions mm-hmm. all got blasted out. And since we're talking about Gen Zers, I want to congratulate. Gen Z has their very first congressperson. That's right. His name is Maxwell Alejandro Frost, uh, 25 years old. He's a very first genera- uh, Gen Zer in Congress. He's mm-hmm. from the 12th Congressional District in cent- Central Florida. In oh, wow. Florida, he won out of all places. Jesus, so, that's like, that that's, is an up, that's an uphill battle because yep. Florida, well, first of all, it's Florida, but also it's like one of the major red states. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, Frost, he defeated Republican Calvin Wimbish, 72, a retired army Green Beret. Okay. That is a conservative advocate. That is amazing right there. You know, that had to piss off a lot of conservatives that a a 20 year old Gen Zer, a biracial Gen Zer, defeated an old white conservative. Yep. An Afro Latino. But if mm-hmm. any if anybody was going to have a chance to win in Central Florida, it would be an Afro Latino because there's a big population of them there. Right. Well, I mean, he's literally a man of the people. Yeah. Yep. And it, what I'm most impressed is that Gen Z is showing. All right, this is step one. We were protesters, but now we're going to take we're going to take your job. Right. You were about to lose your job. But what's what's real? But what is great about this victory is that. It's something that we've wanted to see in Congress forever to see some new blood in the seats instead of these out of touch, you know, old people. Well, because, well, and it's also it's because like we need we need youth in our government now. We, we need youth, but we need youth that's not like a Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert. No, no, no. We need smart youth, of course. <laughs> but I'm saying like you know we need someone progressive minded. There, that, yeah, that's what's going to go. Yeah, pro- we need a progressive minded youth in our Congress because that's why our country is the way it is right now. It's yep. because it's being held hostage by these out of touch old people who do not give a shit about the about their constituents. Nope. They want to keep the status quo. So for um, Congressman Frost. This victory is like the first step towards like a better future for our children. You're exactly right. Yeah. So speak, speaking of that, Midge Green, dude, how did how did she beat her opponent so easily? What the fuck is wrong with Georgia? How, oh, how could she beat him so easily? And then on top of that, 
fucking Herschel Walker ties with Raphael Warnock, and now they got to go into a fucking runoff. This is, oh my God, honestly. What, Georgia, what is wrong with you? There's a lot of things wrong with Georgia, and this whole, those elections really did, really did expose how backwards that state can be. It just boggles my mind, because Georgia is in the Bible Belt. It's one of the most religious states in the United States. They chose a philandering like you know, a, you know, pro-abortion. Even though he says he's pro-life, hypocrite, <laughs> over an actual pastor, a fucking bumbling fool, right? And then Herschel Walker. Oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene is a bumbling fool, right? Dude, on top of that, Marjorie Taylor Greene is such a fucking hypocrite. Family mm-hmm. values, and she's getting divorced. Her sole objective, and she's already made it quite clear, is when they took over Congress to try to impeach Joe Biden. Yeah, or the House. Excuse me, the House because. Mm-hmm. It's not Congress because, yeah, Congress is the Senate and the House of Representatives. But so she thinks that all of a sudden everything's going to go her way. They barely won the House, mm-hmm. barely won the House. They have a slight majority in it. And everybody's I, I've compared it to people online. They're like making this big deal about it. Oh, but we won the House. OK, great. Yeah. You got the participation trophy. Right. <laughs> dude, they're going to they'll, they'll take any victory. You know, it's kind of like that one person. Like when you're playing a fighting game, you get destroyed. You get one hit. And it's like, ah, I took away your perfect. Yeah, but you still lost the match. Well, it, I like to compare it to uh, I think I've mentioned this before. It's like playing chess with a pigeon. They'll knock off all the pieces of shit all over the board and think they won. Exactly. It's like, you won nothing. Right. Okay, you got the house. Cool. That's mm. fine. But it's got to go through the Senate. Fucking Patriot, you know, what's it called? New England Patriot fans aren't that petty. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and these are petty motherfuckers. Yeah, they are. And the Senate came down to Nevada, and that, it was tight as fuck. And the Democratic candidate mm-hmm. was behind almost all the way. Mm-hmm. And it flipped at the last minute. And mm-hmm. of course, you know, everybody, oh, they cheated. They cheated. If they would have cheated, you think they would have held out and waited so long? Right. I was like, it doesn't make any sense. These people with their fucking, the the, the Democrats cheated. So you think that the Democrats cheated only in certain elections. Mm -hmm. If they hated Marjorie Taylor Greene so much, don't you think they would have cheated there and got her the fuck out? I mean, Boebert ended up fucking squeaking by with like, it was by hundreds of votes only. I did not even understand it either. Like, she has no platform other than to be a shit stirrer. She's a professional troll. And she didn't make... She didn't put any plan of action Dude, at the all. Dude, the Republicans, that's, only, that's the right. only platform they need to get votes. Right. I hate people. Right. I hate the same people you do. Jesus loves you. That, that's pretty much it. Like, like um, you know, the MAGA supporters and everything, all those candidates, they thrive on hate. They don't need a platform. They just need... Uh, a punching bag uh, they need like uh, someone like they need a target for the voters to hate on dude and then in the state of arizona fucking carrie i live under vaseline lake <laughs> dude, she, bro she lives in an internal fuzz i don't know man but, oh like i i always thought like you know her like she got trapped in her phone on like when it was on instagram and everything <laughs> dude, she looks like sybil shepherd in moonlighting <laughs> Like Vaseline on the right. lens at all times to make her look good. She looks like those like late '80s, early '90s Barbara Walter interviews <laughs> where it looks like a drunken haze. Were you interviewing her inside a cloud? Right. <laughs> so and so she is already whining about that. She wants a recount because mm. you know they cheated, and it doesn't qualify for a recount 
because uh, she she lost by a significant amount enough that it didn't call for an automatic recount. So if she wants to recount, it's going to have to come out of somebody's pocket. Well, you know, the thing is her constant flip-flopping, like she'll say, like, you know, when she was, like, you know, losing, she was like, oh, like they cheated, blah, 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 and everything. She's in the lead. Oh, well, you know what? The voters, you know, you got to trust the system and everything. Eh, you're losing again. That goddamn system C- is all corrupt. Cicely C- C- Strong on SNL did the perfect one like that. Oh, yeah. With uh, what's the Asian dude's name? Um, oh, uh, Bowen Yang. Bowen Yang. Yeah, which is funny that they had him as the white guy from Fox. Uh, from was it Fox and Friends? Yeah, because that dude has got so much plastic surgery that he looks Asian. Are you talking about Jesse Waters or something? <laughs> yes. Oh God, dude, he's had so much fucking facelifts. He dude, looks Asian. He, you ever, remember um, Escape from uh, Escape from L.A. The Surgeon General Beverly Hills? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like him. That f- <laughs> fucking fucked up plastic face. Towards. <laughs> <laughs> And she was, she's on. Cicely Strong was on there, and she was like, she was like, oh, and they're cheating, blah, blah blah. It's a corrupt election. He goes, oh wait, wait, wait. Uh, hang on, Carrie. It looks like you're leading now. Like I said, the voters know what they're doing. <laughs> do you know? Do you know the even more hilarious part about uh, Carrie Lake is that everything, she, uh, everything. But we only have like an hour. But <laughs> was that she was prepping victory parties at like um in like at several places? She already had like her her acceptance speech ready and she thought she actually was going to take Arizona in a landslide. Oh no, she oh, yeah. she she predicted the red wave and that she was never going to have be behind she she trailed almost the whole fucking way. Yeah. Yeah, and so she had so, but she had it in her head, yeah, I'm going to win cuz she all she did was repeat um Donald Trump's 2016 playbook and that's all she did was repeat it she's like flipping through uh Mexicans are evil yeah. uh Muslims hate them too you know, it, 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 I I call it also I call it the uh, the Lewis Griffin like um style of politics <laughs> 911 was bad. bad yeah woo so basically Mexicans are bad yeah woo well what do you think about the agricultural um uh problems 9 uh, eleven. Uh. <laughs> that that was Carrie play. See, and honestly, I'm glad that Arizona was able to see through the bullshit, and because everything she said, it was like a checkbox. There was no no sense of humanity in At her. All. There was no sincerity. This is a woman whose whole campaign was to be a Trump fangirl. Right. And like, why would you want to? Why do you want somebody like that? In your uh, government. She told a reporter, I'm going to be your worst nightmare for the next eight years. Who the fuck says that? <laughs> Vote for me. Right? I'm going to... Th- that's basically going up to somebody who says, I'm going to fucking kill you and your whole family. <laughs> Vote for Lake. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to rip your head yeah. off, shit down your neck, and fuck your dog. Hope I can get your vote. <laughs> the fuck? What? <laughs> Oh my god! But she was she's just insane, dude. But I'm so glad that she lost. And of course, she hasn't conceded yet. So she is conceded, but she hasn't conceded yet because she thinks that she's going to somehow miraculously flip it. And this is a big deal for Arizona because for the first time in what was it, 50 years or like they're a blue state. It technically because there's one senator that's a Republican. I can't remember his name. He doesn't matter anyway. But Mark Kelly did win for his reelection. Yeah. Over Blake, I look like a white supremacist masters. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, supremacist, excuse me, white supremacist. I mean, he's like, you know, Hitler youth in his dad's clothing. So. Look at him, dude. Yeah. I mean, it almost looks like he, you look at him and all you hear is Zeke Heil. Right. The, the, the guy just, oh, he gives me the creeps, dude. Fucking 
extra in American History X. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I'm glad um, because like I'm glad that uh, Arizona again came to its senses and saw through the bullshit. Because you know Mark Kelly, you know he's a tr- you know trusted politician. Um, he's been through hell. Dude like, was an with, astronaut. Dude was an astronaut. Military background. His like you know he stood by his wife Gabby Giffords after um, she the shooting. Shot in the head. After getting shot in the head, she is everything that he, I mean. He is everything that you want in a leader, bro. It, all he had to do is live in a bamboo cage for four years, and he'd be John McCain. Exactly. I mean, that's pretty not much pretty much it. it. Yeah. He he is like a democratic John McCain if you think about it. He he, he actually shit. Yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he was an Air Force pilot, mm-hmm. just like McCain. He right. was an oh, well, McCain wasn't an astronaut, but he was an astronaut. Right. You know, he's a war hero. Mm-hmm. He, come on, man. I mean, he's he has all like these positive um, boxes checked and everything. And I'm glad that Arizona did what Georgia couldn't and actually, you know, yeah. elect somebody who you won as a leader instead of a fucking psychopath. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, Mark Kelly is like the kind of guy that I think when he wakes up in the morning, his alarm goes off and it's America. (laughs) But he's standing. So so he's Stan Stan Smith in the opening of America Dad. Good morning, morning, USA. USA. (laughs) Without the alien, I think. Right. Well, we don't know. I mean, it is a desert, so. (laughs) But I wish. Good Lord, I wish I could say the same for Texas. Well, see, here's the thing. Well, before we get to Texas, here's mm-hmm. the difference. Because you, you said you compared Georgia to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Here is, I think, where the big difference is. Mm-hmm. In the state of Arizona, there's a lot of Gen Zers, and they're coming up. Mm-hmm. Like, ASU is a big college town. Yep. Um, well, a- Tempe, ASU mm-hmm. is a big college. U of A. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those kids are progressive. Mm-hmm. And they're voting. Right. So that, and also, there are a lot of young people here, and they're coming of age to mm-hmm. vote. Whereas on the other end, in the Bible Belt, they're still no, right. What I'm saying on the other end of the spectrum here, as far as age goes, mm-hmm. they're kind of dying off. That's true. The boomers are kind of dying out, mm-hmm. and for every boomer you lose, you get a Gen Zer. You have five to ten Gen Zers turning eighteen to vote, mm-hmm. and that's what I think it's flipping over. People think, oh, people are moving here from California. I said, no, no. It said the old generation is dying out. And the younger generation is coming up. See, I've always thought that was an ignorant statement when they say like, oh, all the Californians are moving here and everything. No, it's like you said, it's a generational shift. That happens in every every state, every country. That happens in life. That, that's know? that whole every state whose uh, Bible belt or fucking red. Yeah. Don't California my XYZ. Okay, so you want to stay in a you know in the land before time. So, so you don't want to be one of the most progressive, influential, highest grossing salary states in the U.S. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's essentially what they're saying. Like we knew somebody yeah. that would say that that dumb ass shit. Like, don't California my Arizona. We're broke, and we're proud of it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. I don't think that's the fucking flex you think. Right. It is, but... So, but before we go. On to Texas. I want to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Jesse from Make It a Combo. Thanks for listening to the Minorities Report. But don't forget to listen to our podcast, Make It a Combo, where we watch movies and have fun. Also, make sure you check out Am I Slut, hosted by Andrea, where she gets down to the nitty gritty of people's sex life. And we're back. So I'm here with Jay and we're just talking shit about the elections that just happened. So Jay, you were talking about before we were going to go on break the uh, about Texas. Fucking Abbott. Dude, honestly, out of all the elections, like, okay, Georgia was bad with how their elections turned out, but fucking Texas. 
they still kept that piece of shit Abbott Ugh. when they could have had Beto O'Rourke, who is is for the people. And we've talked about Beto multiple times on here, and and rightfully so because. He is a man of the people. He's a man that wants to t- change Texas for the better. This is a man that stood, like, that was there for the people mm-hmm. of Uvalde after the school shooting and was there for the victims the, uh, and, like, um, the families. He wanted to make sure everybody was okay and would also make sure that this never happened again. Yeah, but you know what's the worst part about that? What's up? Is Uvalde County? Yeah. Voted for Abbott, and that's what, and that's what I was getting to. A fucking <laughs> school shooting didn't even change their mind about Abbott. Nope. A school shooting. They gonna take our guns. See, and that's they gonna what, take our guns. Uvalde just pretty much showed their whole ass right there because they just basically said, "Yeah, we value our guns more than our actual kids." Yeah, no, yeah. It, it's like in Finding Nemo, the mm. the fucking uh, the the seagulls. Yeah, guns, my mind, guns, guns, my mind, guns, 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 guns. That's all. They, that's yeah, it. yeah. It was, if you ask any fucking uh, the majority of these MAGA cultists, mm-hmm. if you say, "Well, give me another amendment that's not the first or second. Oh, blank stare. The blink, 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 yep. blink. Yep. <laughs> reboot, reboot. Right. Uh, they don't know any of them. Right. It, like guns is their life, and they just reelected a dude who could give he he could give one fuck about like you know the people and everything it's because they love their guns yep that takes top priority i thought that when when beto stood in front of abbott and all those like you know pup political puppets and everything after the shooting and told and told them straight up that you guys are part of the problem their blood is on your hands i thought that was going to be the turning point i thought that the state was like you know what we need to stop this shit we need to actually you know listen to beto Bro, no. it's like you compared it to Family Guy. It was the same exact thing. Beto mm-hmm. gets up there and goes, I'm going to help with mental health care reform. We're going to lower the cost of insulin mm-hmm. for seniors. We're going to help protect mm-hmm. our kids in schools. And just went on and on and on of what he can change. And Abbott mm-hmm. just went, I'll let you keep your gun. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and... And and most of those are pro-lifers, which is fucking ironic. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, long story short, Texas doesn't deserve Beto. They don't. He, and you know what sucks about this is that this, I think this is like his fourth campaign that he lost. He ran for president, I think, didn't he? He, d- he did, yeah. In 2016? He did, yeah. Oh, 2020. No, 2016. Yeah. And it's disheartening because he should be in office. He should be leading. But... People keep voting against him because they don't want to hear the positive things he can bring to the state or in or even to the country as well. They just see him as like the enemy because he wants to uh, put a restriction on uh, gun ownership. He didn't say he, he, he didn't. He never said he wants to take away guns. He just wants to like make sure that's maintained, so not another fucking psychopath. He wants to make it harder to get one. right, so that so that way not another psychopath could start yet another school shooting. The thing is, all the key to it is that you have to tell them that you're gonna let them keep their guns, and that's it, and and hate somebody they hate. Yeah, the biggest one of the, you know some of the remarks I saw online was they were calling Beto a fake Mexican. What? He's one. He's never claimed to be Mexican. He speaks Spanish. That's right. their biggest thing. Right. Like he fakes to be Mexican. I was like, dude, because he lives in a state where 80% of the population is Latino. Oh, well, I'm assuming. I'm just making up numbers. But the a huge portion of the state is Latino and mm-hmm. they speak Spanish. If you want to be one of their leaders, 
why wouldn't you speak their language? You know, and oh, this is America, speak English. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah. So again, like I said, man of the people. So he's trying to speak to like you know the um the Latin communities and everything, exactly. and they're and they're, and they're saying that he's faking Mexican. You do know being bilingual is that 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 exists. No, no, to them that's a bad thing. Wow. No, no, no. You got it's America. You speak American. <laughs> There's not even an American language. Yeah, you, speak, you speak American. <laughs> it's America. Honestly, the fact that Beto um, can speak Spanish makes him more American than I think those that Ameri- makes him cool. Yeah, that makes him more American than the America fuck yeah type of fo- <laughs> type of fucking fuck knuckles. Well, and do you do you know why? I was thinking about it. Sometimes I get into these states of philosophical philosophical that's a word i mean just made it up patent oh, that one okay socrates <laughs> <laughs> sucker what <laughs> i ain't sucking on nothing <laughs> boy you stupid <laughs> so well, i get into these thoughts and i'm like when people say oh this is america speak english mm-hmm. well one america doesn't have an official language obviously right. but two i'm like okay well first of all if you believe in christopher columbus discovered america it's like he was Italian that was being paid for by the Spanish. So technically, the first colony in the Americas was Spanish. Fuck you. Speak our language. <laughs> like, you know how they respond? Speak American. But, Goddamn speak. And, and the, the worst part is they celebrate Christopher Columbus, right? And we know what a fucked up piece of shit he was. Absolutely. And, and then secondly, America was named after an Italian. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't. Americo Vespucci, because he was the he was the one that kind of mm-hmm. mapped out the Americas, and so it was named after him. He was the first one to come and onto like the quote unquote mainland. Because before that, Columbus only fucking stepped foot in the Caribbean. Right. They didn't come onto the mainland. Right. It's so, like, it's like yeah. what Eddie Izzard put it best about Columbus. I'm the first one here. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, oh, look yeah. at all of these people right. here. Good thing I discovered this place. Right. What? <laughs> right. Fucking natives look at him like, motherfucker, what? But going back to Beto, um, it's disheartening that he's, lo- he's lost three races in four years. And um, it was for um, senator, president, and governor. And a lot of people are doubting he has like a political future. However, one thing to look at this is that he do, he has a never give up attitude. He still has that same optimism. Like nor, like anyone else after those after those failed runs to be like ah fuck it I'm throwing in the towel and everything. But not him. He he's like a combination of Captain America and Leslie Nope. Because as you know, Captain America. Because <laughs> as you know, Captain America. He's like, I could do this all day. Like when he's facing against Thanos and yeah. his army, he's like, All right, I'm still gonna fight. If there's if there's life in these bones, I'm still gonna you know come out swinging. Even if I'm the last one. Exactly. And Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec is always optimistic. Even though Pawnee, Indiana, has always failed her, has always like spoke out against her and tried to like um, sabotage her. She always had faith in the people. Because that's what she is. That's that's her character. And I feel that even though he's lost some races, the fact that Beto has never given up is really inspiring. He knows that he wants to make change. He wants to um, do some good for not only his state of Texas, but also the country. He doesn't let these losses get in the way. He learns from each of them. And, you know, you can call, you know, you can, you know, give him shit all you want and everything. But the fact is, he doesn't give up. And that's something you at least have to respect. No, I agree with you with that. And mm-hmm. also, you're probably the only person that can connect Captain America to Parks and Rec. But anyway. I'm, 
Actually, I'm proud of that. We could just end the episode right there. So I can't top that. <laughs> so, no, and you're right on that, Beto O'Rourke. I mean, the the fact is that I don't think Texas is ready to be blue. No. They have one city. What is it? Austin, mm-hmm. and that's about it. Because just a, it's the mentality that they have. It's the gun culture they live in, and you can tell the ignorance of a lot of. I don't want to say Republican voters because there are some Republican voters that are very well informed. A lot of Republican voters you meet are either once Republican, always Republican. Mm -hmm. You can't change their mind. They can literally have a re-embodiment of Hitler come on and go, I'm the new Republican candidate. And they go, he's (laughs) got my vote. Right. (laughs) He's Republican. And, uh, and and that and that's all they need to hear. A Nazi puppy kicker, they'll still yeah. vote for him if he's all for guns. <laughs> and then you and then you have them the new wave MAGA Republicans that are just you hate the same people I hate and I because of you I can now say the N word on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So I'll vote for you. And that's who they are. There's a very small minority still in there of actual Republicans. It's kind of like a rebel alliance. And I, and I think that's why they didn't have this big, giant red wave, they thought. Mm-hmm. Because that small, yeah, rebellion inside the GOP is what saved it. Mm-hmm. What saved the Democrats from losing everything. Like the dude that runs the Lincoln Project. Uh, what was it? A Kaylee Mac, not a Kaylee McEnany, uh, the other one. Uh, what was that one? She looked like an old version of Kaylee McEnany that oh, worked for Trump. Um, uh, what was it called? Um, Kellyanne Conway. That's the one. Her yeah. husband helped found the Lincoln Project. Yeah. And they're real Republicans. You know, and they're uh, anti-Trump. They fucking hate Trump. They're like the, the John McCain era of Republicans. Exactly. Yeah. But, but Except they got a good clapback game. Right. <laughs> so... The thing is that there is a small group of them, and that's the reason why they lost a lot of these elections. And right now, to kind of go into our next uh, topic, they're imploding. The GOP is imploding. Mm -hmm. They're taking sides. This whole civil war that everybody keeps jibber-jabbing about online. Mm -hmm. Oh, you you damn are going to say civil war. Yeah, in the GOP, and we're going to sit back and just watch you guys implode. Oh, it's become it's become more. It's like a combination of Game of Thrones and West Wing dude, with the they're Republican just army. Each other out, dude. right? Yeah, like was it a uh, frumpy dumpy? Oh, mm. speaking of that, before we go into the next topic, did you see the New York Post? New York Post, owned by Rupert Murdoch, mm-hmm. did a front cover, and it was hum- draw, uh, Trump drawn As, like Humpty Dumpty. Uh, oh, and you know what's funny is that that's <laughs> not that different from his actual body type. It's like Frumpty Dumpty. Right. Oh <laughs> man. Let me fall. The New York Post. Okay. Yeah. It's. I would. You would say like it's like a. It's a tabloid. A tabloid. Yeah. It's owned by Rupert Murdoch. Right. 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 And like that guy is a fucking like Bond villain come to life and everything. I have no idea. Yeah. But damn, you they're clap back, they're shade. Oh, yeah. It's it's like a nuke. Well, the thing yeah. is, he's a huge like he was on Trump's jock big yeah. time, Rupert Murdoch. Yeah. And now he's he's given up on him. Fox like, News. Dude, Fox News, when uh yeah. he was making his announcement, mm-hmm. Sean Hannity cut him off. Anyway, so yeah. yeah. Dude, <laughs> talk about dude, talk like you know, to use some pro wrestling terms, talk about a face turn from oh, dude, that they guy. They were calling him a loser. Yeah. Like there's clips of Fox News that goes, Oh, the big loser of this right. election is Donald Trump. They called him a loser. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Mm-hmm. And so, and then Rupert Murdoch turned his back on him with the New York Post. And speaking of Rupert Murdoch, somebody tried to clap back at me about how, oh, they make fun of Biden on the news in Australia. And I went, let me guess, Sky News, right? And, and like, <laughs> Sky News, yeah. Sky News is owned by Rupert Murdoch, which mm-hmm. is basically uh, the international version of Fox News. Right. And they were like, shut up. <laughs> <I> said, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah? Your face. 
What are you going to quote to me next, Tucker Carlson? <laughs> so, but anyway, going back to what we were saying, so a lot of people are turning their backs on him, mm-hmm. and then especially because their new their new daddy mm-hmm. is uh, Ron DeSantis, mm-hmm. Ron DeSatan, I like to call him, and he won his governorship, right? His new his he won reelection easily, which is fucked up. Mm-hmm. Florida is another one. Oh, dude, you, you know what I watched the other day that I I have to post. Remember the old cartoon of Bugs Bunny where he's cutting off Florida? And he goes, South wish... America, take it away. Right? God, every time I, 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 I use that gif of him cutting Florida out whenever I, I hear a fucked up Florida story. Oh, dude. So, but anyway, Donald Trump referred to him as Ron DeSantimonious. Did he have a brain aneurysm when he said that? <laughs> I don't know, because ne- that's the first more than three-syllable word I've ever heard him say. Well, he always said he, had the, he has the best words. I have all the words, all the best words. Really, I am, yeah. I am a stable genius. <laughs> you know, now watch me try to. Now watch, watch me try to uh, spell cafete. Cafefe, <laughs> cafefe, the Bowling Green Massacre of Dude, cafe. <laughs> you know how you can tell when somebody's uh, not. Uh, well, you know how you can tell when somebody's insane when they try to tell you how crazy they're not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not crazy. I'm the yeah. same person I know. Uh, you know. Okay. You know how you can tell somebody's an idiot. When they say I'm smart, <laughs> I'm the mo- I'm the smartest person I know. Yeah. Oh, you don't know a lot of people, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they always said that genius is quiet and idiocy is loud. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Ignorance is loud. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're yeah, right. Intelligence yeah. is quiet. Mm-hmm. Ignorance is loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it tells you a lot. Yep. <laughs> we we actually knew someone who ended up being bashed insane when she said, "I'm the most normal person at my work." <laughs> um. Where the fuck do you work? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the Warner Brothers Tower <laughs> and Animaniacs. Bellevue Hospital. <laughs> right? Uh, but, Fucking but, Arkham Asylum up in But getting back to the election. Mm. So, yeah. So, mm. rant, uh, so, the GOP is imploding. It is. Uh, Mitch McConnell, all those dudes, they're just like turning on each other. It's like watching... It's like watching rabid dogs just fucking go at each other. And it's oh, hilarious. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. a, it's like a sociology project. I just want to sit yeah. there like Kermit the Frog with yeah. tea. Just like... Sipping just tipping the tea. Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, and it's good that it's happening because it makes it now it shows that, yeah, there are people in the Republican Party that have not fully drunk the Kool-Aid. They're realizing, OK, maybe this Trump guy isn't exactly right for us. And I'm like, really, what what led you to that? Like the fact that uh, he fucked the economy. <laughs> he let COVID spread rampant. Stole fucking top what, secret I wanna documents. Know, right. I want to know, was, what was the final line that he crossed where you're like, you know what? I think we might need a do-over. I, I think it's the fact that the midterm went so bad for them mm-hmm. that like okay we can't we can't with this guy no more yeah it shouldn't have taken that long oh, though but dude they had money coming in yeah as long as those donations were coming in they weren't going to say anything so you, but you, they know you, the fact that in 2024 not only are they going to lose the white house they're going to lose the fucking senate mm-hmm. and they're going to lose congress again they're they're going to become like a dying species i'm saying dude. yeah yeah and so between matt gates and his sexual allegations and mm-hmm. paying underage girls for sex and all this other shit going on. They're just losing fucking left and right and they're not, they're going to fucking drown. Absolutely. So, so they got to hitch their fucking, uh, they got to hitch their wagon to another horse. Mm-hmm. And that's Ron Sanc- the Sanctimonious, Ron the Satan. <laughs> it's I would, true. I can, I would, yeah. What I, fucked yeah. up is that he is, he is a less stupid version of Trump. Which isn't saying a lot, but it is. <laughs> yeah, he he is as awful as Trump is. Right. 
Like, I mean, like the whole like Martha's Vineyard situation, like yeah. she, he pretty much exposed him how much of a fucking sociopath he is. Well, he he knows not he knows what line not to cross as far as bigotry goes. Right. You know, that's the line. Mm-hmm. And the reason why he a lot big reason why he went in Florida was and I'm going to I hate to say it, but there's a whole Latino for Trump movement, which love Ron DeSantis. There's mm-hmm. so many. The reason is because. A lot of Cubans come into Florida and they have this notion in their head that being a Democrat is like being a socialist. So since they just came from a communist country, they equate that to being a Democrat. So they won't vote Democrat Mm -hmm. because they think that Republican is going to be the saviors of them. Mm -hmm. And that's all they have in their head. And I've spoken to Cubans and it's really difficult to try to make them understand Mm -hmm. that the Republicans are not in their favor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they want their vote. Well, when you're conditioned to that type of mindset, there's no turning back. Like yep. it's an, it's gonna, it's not gonna happen overnight where they start to actually see the fault in their logic. No, like they're, it's fucking hardheadedness. Well, they raise their kids to be the same way because what right. happens is they come from a regime where you work for a living, but mm-hmm. you don't keep any of the money. Right. You well, know, I mean, you it's, work for the people. It's like it's just another example in uh, indoctrination. You know, yeah, indoctrination, yeah, yeah, and then they come here and it's like, well, if you vote Republican, you get to keep all of your money because they want you to be uh, rich. No, they don't. Yeah, it's the total opposite. But how, again, being indoctrinated into that type of mindset where Democrats are bad, Republicans are good—that yep. whole black and white, black and white mindset—is basically keep is the reason why they're voting against their own interest. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, and it's just so funny, dude. Um, that they think that way because it's like any when I hear Latino for Trump, I'm like, dude, what? I was like, I'm like, come on, man, that dude wouldn't fucking spit on you if you were on fire. When I hear that, it's like you know, that's also it's it's like saying like you know, black people for you know KKK or <laughs> Jewish people for Nazism. No, you know what somebody said, and this is kind of I laughed really hard. Yeah, because Latinos for Trump is like roaches for raid. <laughs> it's like what? Or, uh, you know, what's it called? Snails for salt. <laughs> yeah. No, it's against their best interest. And it's true because it's just so funny, dude. Like, this dude tried to clap at me online in comments and talk about, oh, you're calling me racist. I can't be racist. I'm black. Um, what? Who's going to tell him? I was like, what? <laughs> oh, and then um, it was one about uh, um, drag performers. Yeah. How there's more. Uh, there's for every hundred um conservative christians that have been caught you know molesting or and convicted of sexual assault mm-hmm. there may be one person who's lgbtq plus is do it caught doing something similar so it's like, oh yeah well what about these people there are a whole group of gay people that are against da, 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 da. he goes oh they're homophobes yeah yeah just because you're gay doesn't mean you can't be a homophobe right <laughs> i remember you telling me this one story about a guy that you used to work with that was gay but was but but what, he was against same-sex marriage. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he was he he was gay. Well, he is gay still. <laughs> he didn't change. Um, he was against same-sex marriage, right? And I was like, wait, how are you against same-sex marriage? He goes, I don't believe in it. He goes, I'm Catholic. I don't believe in same-sex marriage. But you're gay. He goes, yeah, it just doesn't mean I I don't I believe in it. I was like, I don't believe. He goes, I don't believe that gays should be able to adopt kids either. I'm like, what? <laughs> wait a minute, what? Yeah, yeah. When you told me that story, I was like, how does this? How is this guy not like his head spinning or anything? The, the epitome of it all was when uh, one time uh, they had Chick Fil A cater mm-hmm. our uh, our lunch, and mm-hmm. you know what Chick Fil A's 
politics. Yeah. They donate to a lot of anti-LGBTQ and a- right, right. And anti-abortion. So I said, you, are you going to eat lunch? I mean, they're Chick-fil-A. He goes, I don't care what those other facts do. Oh, I, I bleep myself, but yeah, I don't care what those f- other facts do. The fuck? I like their chicken. I'm like, huh. that is That is the epitome of narcissism I was like, right so there. So you use a homose- homophobic slur right. <laughs> and going against your own interests. Got it. And that's what people don't understand. Candace Owen is a perfect example of somebody who's black and racist against her own kind. Self-hating. There's people who are self-hating. They're self-hating Jews. They're self-hating Latinos. I mean, even in the Latino community, they're, I'll give you an example. Right now, Namor mm-hmm. the, the, from the new Black Panther movie, Namor from the Wakanda Forever. Right. There's Mexicans hating on him. The guy that played Namor. Because he is a dark-skinned, almost Aztec-looking Mexican. And they're white Mexican from European descent. So they have a problem with it. Because he's what they call a black Mexican. And they're going to completely ignore the fact that he's bringing he's helping bring in representation of Mexicans as well as like, you know, the Mayan culture to the big screen. Oh, but not Spanish Mexicans. Ah. Uh. <laughs> okay, so I can never... I never well, understood. Me as a, yeah, as a right. person of Latino descent, I'm proud of the fact that right. there's representation of us. Same. I'm half Latino, and it's great to see, um, you know, Namor, like, you know, a classic Marvel character um, being, like, you know, reimagined into, like, Mayan culture. I think that's awesome. And it very is. Cre- and very creative on the filmmaker's part and everything. It, it, dude, the writer took a great spin on it because yeah. the reason is, I heard a lot of the reason was because, of course, Warner Brothers already came out with Aquaman. And he's Atlantean. He's from Atlantis. Right. And that so, would have been, that would have. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah. they're copying. That, that would have given more fuel to the fire to the yeah. DC fanboys and, and everything. And even though, yeah. yes, that Namor, Namor right. actually predates Aquaman mm-hmm. and he's from Atlantis they took their own spit on it right that he was he is Aztec from an old ancient Aztec culture mm-hmm. that left the land to go live in the sea yeah you know and he was born from it so he was the first mutant right so he was born of water and earth right so I thought that was a cool twist on it absolutely and the fact that people find problems with it just boggles my mind but then I re- like at first I was gonna say how can anybody be so self-hating? How can they vote against their own interests? But we just said earlier, hatred takes priority. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's not even, even hatred, just the fact that you don't want somebody to quote-unquote win over you. Right. Like Mitch McConnell, this week, they, were try- they, they put up a bill to vote on to protect marriage. So to, uh, to protect same-sex marriage, to protect interracial marriage. Mm-hmm. And he voted against it. Mitch McConnell is in an interracial marriage. His wife is Chinese. So he just said, fuck you to his wife. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So what Because ha- the reason why they're trying to pass this bill is because the Supreme Court, fucking Clarence Thomas, has already said that they want to revert the uh, same-sex marriage um, and put it back onto the states, mm-hmm. you know, instead of uh, having it at a federal level. And that's going to just fucking cause a lot of people to be hurt. Right. You know? I just... My God, like the level of pettiness from these people, just because they hate Biden, they're going to fuck with their own lives. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to quote Wanda Sykes, if you don't like same sex marriage, don't marry somebody of the same sex. (laughs) (laughs) Simple Simple as that. that. (laughs) Don't make it. Because my thing is, what is it hurting you? Right. 
that somebody wants to marry somebody of the same sex. What is it hurting you? Because they hate it. It doesn't matter if they have nothing to do with it. The fact is they don't like it, so nobody's going to have that uh, same um, same right. It's like those kids, it's like that kid in preschool who would haul all the toys just so the other kids don't get to play with them. Yeah. Well, I had my first ex-wife. <laughs> yes, my first ex-wife. We used to have this disagreement all the time because she was Christian, mm-hmm. using the term very loosely. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if somebody of the same sex wants to get married. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And she would spend so much energy. Oh, that person's gay. And just, just spending all this energy to like, oh, they have to do this. They have to do that. I said, they don't have to do anything. I was like, why are you going to waste your life, your time on this earth mm-hmm. being bitter to try to change somebody to the way you think? As opposed to just living your life and letting them live. Oh, but they're going to go to hell. Okay. Well, then that's on them. In in the Bible and in Christianity, they say salvation is individual. Mm-hmm. You can't save somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like You can't save them. You can't mm-hmm. get um, help them with their salvation. Mm-hmm. You can lead them to God, but their salvation is their own. Mm-hmm. So leave it at that. See, well, going back to what we were talking about, indoctrination, she is a total product of how um religion can um can like affect someone's like you know mindset yeah absolutely so she's had in her head the reason why she feels like she needs to interfere in other people's lives tell them how how they should like you know live their lives and everything because she feels in her way she's trying to save them yep and it's like um they don't they don't need your saving. If they need saving, they got their own bootstraps to pull themselves up. They don't want your ass in their lives. <laughs> no, it, it, yeah, it's just you, you waste your life trying to change others to conform to you mm-hmm. instead of just living your life. Yeah, if you want to let your voice be heard and say, hey, this is how I live, but you can't tell somebody you're wrong for believing the way you do. Right. I. I I know people who are Christian and they believe everything that the Bible says. And I'm like, cool, great. Good mm-hmm. for you. Uh-huh. I was like, I, I don't believe it anymore. I used to, I yeah. was, you know, I was a minister. I've preached from the Bible, but it got to a point where I was like, you know what? This ain't real for me anymore. It's not mm-hmm. real for me. Mm-hmm. It could be real for people. Hey, you, you know what? Little kids believe in Santa Claus. Doesn't make it real. <laughs> Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to wrap things up. I want to talk about something real quick. Yeah, and we'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Junior from Make It A Combo. Thanks for listening to the Minority Report. But don't forget to listen to our podcast, Make It A Combo, where we review movies, talk shit, and have a good time. And our other podcast, MIS Slut, hosted by Andrea, where she reads them sexy stories from her listeners. And we're back. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We're just shooting the shit here about the elections. And so before we went on break, we were talking about uh, my first ex-wife and let me tell you something i'm going to tell you a quick story about her family they were all kind of like that those religious zealots that like they didn't really believe in christianity but they believed that they could be saved and make money off of it what i mean by make money off it they, they get you ever heard of the um the prosperity gospel prosperity gospel is basically people teach them oh if you sow seeds you will bear fruit so if you give me a dollar you'll get a hundred back you know oh so televangelist pretty much yeah so they, it was what's in it for me. Right. It was like that mentality that I told you about that guy that I was arguing with on social media where it's like, well, why do you believe with the Democrats? What's in it for you? It's nothing in it for me. It's yeah. for helping others. Mm-hmm. And that's how Christianity is supposed to be, mm-hmm. is the helping others. Your rewards are not here on this earth. They would be in it. But if you're doing it 
to quote uh, my, uh, Matthew McConaughey for that movie I was telling you, well, for the true detective. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody only does something, I'm paraphrasing, if somebody only does something of their for their um, own divine reward, they're a piece of shit. And that's true. The story was that we were in the park, and this goes to the fact that what we were talking about before, how people try to tell other people how to live. And there was a Buddhist monk there with a family. You could tell he was a Buddhist monk because mm-hmm. he was dressed like a Buddhist monk, mm. you know, in the traditional robes. That, that, that about uh, gives it away? Yeah, the shaved head and the beads. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, oh, that poor man, he's going to hell. What? Her aunt said, I'm like, why is he going to hell? Well, because he believes in Buddha. And? I'm like, and? He goes, well, he doesn't believe in God. I said, how do you know mm-hmm. that? What a Buddhist? I looked at her and went, what do Buddhists believe in? Well, I don't know, but they don't believe in God. How do you know? Have you ever spoken to a Buddhist? Mm-hmm. No. And that's the problem with Christianity. Mm-hmm. They go, oh, well, the Muslims are going to hell. How do you know? Have you spoken to a Muslim? Do you know what they believe in? Oh, I know. My preacher told me. Oh, let's see. That was your first problem. Mm-hmm. You want to know what a Muslim believes in? Sit down with a Muslim and ask him. Mm-hmm. You, know, you want to know what a Buddhist believes in? Sit down and ask him. Mm-hmm. I was like, Buddhist, have you ever heard of a Buddhist starting a war? Nope. Christians have, though. Oh, yeah. A little thing <laughs> called the Crusades. <laughs> so, and that's the thing. They don't know what anybody else believes in. They just know that what they're taught. Oh, they're all wrong and I'm right. Christians can't even agree amongst themselves. How many divisions of Christianity are there? Yeah, as far as like as far as I know from Islam, from the Muslims, mm-hmm. you're either Muslim or you're not. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know, uh Church of Jesus Muslim or <laughs> Church of Latter day Muslims. Mm-hmm. I don't have never heard of that. <laughs> There's no division in the religion. Mm-hmm. They have their own mosque, mm-hmm. but they all believe the same. Christians are not that way. Baptists believe one thing. Uh Church of Jesus Christ believes another thing. Um, all of them have different sects that all believe in different things. None of them are united. The Muslims, from as far as I know, like I said, maybe I'm ignorant to it. Somebody can educate me on it. They all believe in one thing, like in Islam and the teachings of Muhammad. That's it, you know? And they believe in Allah and the teachings of Muhammad. And that's it. There's no different subcategories, I guess. And as far as I know from uh, Buddhists, mm-hmm. you're either Buddhist or you're not. Mm-hmm. There is no, you know, like I said, Latter-day Buddhists or mm-hmm. fucking the Church of Buddhism. There's mm-hmm. just one. Right. I remember um, back when I was in college, um, my campus, there was always this one church. And they were basically like a Westboro type of church and everything. We're going to hell. And they would have like that oh, poster <laughs> of things we're going to hell for. Yeah. You know, you know, smoking, know type, yeah. fornication, yoga pants. Swear to God, they said you're going to hell. I if saw you, that yeah. before. Yeah. You're going to hell for yoga pants. pants. I was like, great. Hey, just because your ass doesn't look good in yoga pants doesn't mean you have to wreck it for all of us. But you may not be going to hell, but those yoga pants, your ass looks fire. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I remember one, day, one time I'm walking on the um on campus and there was this one guy you know from the church he was you know preaching hellfire and brimstorm and all that da, 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 da. brimstone brimstone and whatever <laughs> <laughs> um and uh a couple yards away are these like uh, girl scouts selling cookies <laughs> And okay. he's, saying, he's saying all this horrible shit, all raw sinners, you're by going to hell kids. by little kids. I go up to the guy, I was like, dude, there's little girls selling cookies. How about you just relax, yeah. like, and everything. And uh, he just kept on preaching, blah, 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 and everything. And um, uh, what was it? I He actually says to me, well, without even answering my like, you know, what I just said to him, he just said, do you know Jesus? Do you know Christ? Know him? Motherfucker owes me 12 bucks. 
and he looked confused and everything. He's like, I'm sorry about that. And so this other guy comes up and who's actually, um, he was, uh, he was an atheist, but he was questioning about the guy. Like, why are we going to hell for this? Why? Why? Doing the whole, like, you know, when kids ask, but why? But why? But not in, like, a kid. That's the easiest way to debunk any religious zealot. You go, why? Yeah. Is that why? Right, right, right. Yeah. They never know how to explain it to you. Right, right, right. And the guy couldn't, like, fire back at all. But there was some good that came out of this. Because there was a couple other students that were debating the guy. And the mm-hmm. guy walked in the so the religious guy just walked away and everything. Right. So I actually had a conversation with these folks. So it was the atheist, um, there was the, the Christian, and the Buddhist. It sounds like <laughs> a joke. A bar. bar, right, right. <laughs> and um, I was raised Catholic, I'm not practicing Catholic, but I used to go to church a lot and everything. But um, we had a conversation about religion, and it was a very civil conversation. We all gave our two cents and everything. We all respected each other's uh, viewpoints and everything. We were all on the same page. And it was so cool to hear like these different perspectives and everything. And it got to the point where I was like, God, why couldn't religion just be like this? All of us just chill, have a conversation, sit down. Tell me what your religion's all about. What do you guys believe in? You know, and The world doesn't work that way. Yeah, but at least for that one moment oh, yeah. amongst a couple ASU, uh, you know, ASU kids and everything... It was, um, it, it happened. Unfortunately, the world doesn't work like a college campus. Yeah. Yeah. The best discussion I've ever had about religion was with a Muslim. I was studying ministry at the time. People, you, you listen to this show, you're going to learn quite a bit about me. I've dipped my, uh, I've dipped my pen into a lot of different things for raising. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was studying ministry. I was mm-hmm. studying to be a minister. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was a, uh, I guess you could say youth pastor youth minister and the the man i spoke with was a guy that worked at a deli next door to a video store i worked part-time at and he was muslim and the conversation started because he was sitting there talking to his co-worker and they were like sounded like they were yelling at each other mm-hmm. you know and i was like hey what's going on are you all right he was oh yeah we're just talking i'm like okay and it started with that and i was like he goes um and he goes, oh, I'm just a little grumpy because I'm fasting because I forget what holiday it was, but he said they were fasting. I was like, oh, yeah, why? He goes, well, because in Islam, you know, he started telling me and we just started talking about it. And and I didn't know that, like, before that, because no one ever taught me, because, again, you, you don't know until you speak to somebody. Mm-hmm. Muslims believe in Jesus, mm-hmm. but they believe that he was a prophet of Allah. He wasn't a Messiah. He wasn't the son of God. He was a, a he was a, um, I just said the word. Prophet? He was a prophet of God. And they st- so they believed there was a Jesus, but he wasn't the Christ. And that they divert very little from the, from the Torah. The Quran and the Torah are not that far apart from each other. Like they have, obviously they're different beliefs, but in, in when you study ministry, you learn that, Christianity and Islam have roots in the same father, uh, Abraham. Uh, I don't want to get too much into the religion, but basically, long story short, and we can do a whole episode on this, uh, Abraham had two sons, right? He had the first one from his uh, maid, and they were outcasted to the desert, and that's considered the father of all uh, Islam. And then the son that he had with his wife who was prophesied by God and he's the father of all Jews, you know? So, and so they're technically brothers, you know, that's why Palestine and Israel, they're always back and forth. The Muslim and Jews, they're, they're brothers, 
but they one was loved by his father and the other one wasn't. And that's where the diversion comes from. Mm. So, but and it's and it's uh, that was me when I thought back to when I was a kid. And it's funny because in every neighborhood uh, that I grew up around, that was the majority of Jewish people. It was always bordered with a, a neighborhood that was majority Muslim. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was like, so weird. They can't stand each other, but they're always living near each other. Mm-hmm. But it's because their brothers are the same. They're they're sons of the same father. Mm-hmm. I was like, and it blew my mind when I, <laughs> but because I sat down with this dude who was Muslim, and I see that he goes, oh no, we believe in Jesus. We just don't believe he's the Messiah. We don't believe that he's the Christ. He is a prophet of God. Mm-hmm. I'm like mind fucking blown. And you'll mm-hmm. never learn that in a church. No. Because they'll only preach what they believe. Yep. They never have. They'll never say, "Hey, you know what? I was having a conversation with a Muslim gentleman, and he told me." You rarely hear that. No, exactly. Yeah. So unless you talk to a Buddhist, unless you talk to a Muslim, mm-hmm. unless you, you're never going to learn anything from. Right. Them. And honestly, and like you know, going you know, going back to that conversation I had on campus, that mm-hmm. was very beneficial because I'm not a religious person, but I love hearing other you know viewpoints and everything. Yeah. And actually, one the girl, one of the girls, um, she is a Christian. Right. However, she I don't want to say ashamed to be Christian, but she kept that on the down low <laughs> because of the the stigma, the stigma that's yes. behind it. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. And and I and I told her like you know I totally understand where you're coming from, um, but the fact that you're talking with myself, a Catholic, an atheist, and a Buddhist. And you're hearing our thoughts, you're respecting our thoughts. That makes you more Christian yep. than that guy who just, you know, said we're going to hell for, you know, wearing yoga pants right. while smoking weed. And, <laughs> and, and, we bring yeah. this, and to bring this back to our original topic, a yeah. lot of these politicians will use the fear of Christianity to try to get votes from people. Because obviously in this country, Christianity is the biggest religion. It's 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 a big it's a big fucking business venture. They're millionaires. They make more than millions of dollars just because of their Christianity. There's a documentary right now out about that one kid, um, the pool boy that was having sex with Jerry Falwell's kid's wife. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jerry is Jerry Falwell. I think so. Yeah, his son. I think it's Jerry Falwell. Anyway, mm-hmm. it was this big preacher dude. His son, who's a famous preacher now too, I guess. They had a pool boy who was having sex with his wife. Wow. Like he, but he knew about it. He was cuck. He oh, was a shit. cuck. So, uh, and now there's a whole big scandal about it. Mm-hmm. And, but anyway. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. It was, uh, I just looked it up. Jerry, Jerry Fowl Jr. Yep. Yeah. His wife, Becky, <laughs> Becky, uh, had <laughs> sex with a pool boy while he watched. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, and so there's this whole big thing about that. And all these millionaires that make money off of these poor people because they brainwashed them. Mm-hmm. And so the politicians are doing the same thing. They use guns and religion, which is funny to me because these people say they're Christian and believe in God and Jesus. And they'll tell you, well, if you don't believe in Jesus like I do, I'll fucking kill you. Uh, How Christ-like of you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says Jesus loves you like, you know, murder. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, that, and that's the thing. These politicians will use fear mm-hmm. and hate to fuel their votes. That's mm-hmm. what they do. You know, are Democrats perfect? No. I honestly really don't even consider myself a Democrat. I vote that way 
because Republicans are garbage to me because all they do is self-interest to make money and to give tax breaks to the rich. I don't need to hear any more than that. When you hear, well, billionaires are getting tax breaks, you're done. I'm okay. End the conversation. But wait, we have more. No, 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 I don't want it. That's it. If you're a billionaire and you pay less taxes than I do, then go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck the whole, fuck the whole other thing. But the simple fact, the Democrats, if it were up to me, it would be a more progressive party. It would be more of an AOC and a Bernie Sanders than it is a fucking Joe Biden. But again, I hate to say it, but it's the lesser of two evils. People go, well, you shouldn't vote for the lesser of two evils. Yeah, you should, because at least it's not the evil. Right. And it's like, honestly, like in a perfect world, we would have multiple choices. We would have that third party vote and everything. But the point is, we're a two-party system. We're Does the, it, one of the only countries that's like that. Right. We, we can have those writing candidates and all that, but it's not going to do dick. Well, but the good thing for as far as election goes, the uh, I don't know, it's not a good thing for us, but it's a good thing for the world. The Donald Trump of Brazil lost. <laughs> the, the, that Bolsonaro, whatever he was, the, right. the president of Brazil, mm-hmm. he lost. So now they have back to their... Because uh, it was a lot of deforestation going on in mm-hmm. the Amazon while he was president. Yeah. He was ordering to cut down you know thousands of acres of trees so now the old president that's now the new president that was put in jail by the f- president it's really complex it's like jesus a- that, that sounds like a fucking telenovela there man Shit. <laughs> it's a brazilian telenovela right <laughs> he was actually imprisoned he kind of did what donald trump wanted to try to do about like trying to get his political opponents imprisoned yeah he did it though this guy the lesser of two evils isn't horrible when you unfortunately don't have any other choice mm-hmm. you know like i said i don't really consider myself a democrat but if you're going to tell me that you want to help people help lower the price of insulin for seniors help raise social security uh payout for seniors help uh veterans who have come back from war sick help create more jobs with mm-hmm. that chip act that they're bringing in more jobs mm-hmm. back into the country there's contracts for like toyota and other companies to bring back production to the united states when you tell me shit like that you got my vote i will be there i will vote for you you know but make it fucking happen don't talk about it be about it be about it exactly mm-hmm. it don't what it, how did uh, scott hall used to say what was don't that? sing it just bring, bring it. it and that's what i want to see i honestly was brainwashed when i was a kid and i I liked Ronald Reagan and the whole Gipper shit, and I believed in it. But as I got older, I'm like, they're full of shit, dude. Mm-hmm. You know, Reaganomics, that trickle down shit. We're still waiting for that shit to trickle down. <laughs> no, it'll trickle down like the red wave. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, mm. but these elections were all f- fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of uh, good people won. Uh, a lot of bad people won because I honestly. I can't believe some of the outcomes of some of the elections is just mm-hmm. some bullshit. I really can't. If, if I had to sum up the election, it's that gif of Larry David doing the whole eh, eh, shrug thing. Could it have been better? Yeah. Sure. Are we okay with what happened? Eh, yeah. Why not? Democrats retain the Senate, which is a good thing. Unfortunately, the Republicans have the slight majority in the House. And when I say slight, slight, they have to, and on all the bills they try to present, they will have to have every single Republican vote yes on it for even to get out of Congress. I mean, and, excuse me, out of the House. And as we uh, mentioned before, the Republicans are now having a civil war. They're imploding. Mm-hmm. So some of these Republicans who are actual Republicans are like, nah, man, we can't side with you crazy motherfuckers. Yeah. Because even though Mitch McConnell uh, voted against that, it's still passed to go on to the Senate. So it's going to go into the Senate. Hopefully we'll be seeing 
at least the codifying of same-sex and interracial marriage. Because those of us who are interracial relationships, although we don't want to get married, would like it that other people who choose to can. Absolutely. Whether it's same-sex, whether it's trans, whether it's interracial, if you love somebody, whether they be black, white, green, purple, no matter what they are, no matter who they are, as long as you love them, you should be able to marry them. If it's a human, no marrying your couches or roller coasters like some people want to do. Wow, roller coaster? <laughs> Dude, so, you, you so, never saw that story? No, it sounds like a ride, though. I'll tell it to you off the air. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a ride. This woman yeah. wanted to marry a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could make this shit up, dude. I'm not that funny. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a pun right now, but I'm. Gonna... <laughs> uh, Careful, you don't want them taking you for a ride. Yeah, <laughs> but like I said, dude, love who you love, marry who you want to marry, believe how you want to believe. I have nothing against people who are religious and want to believe. That's why when you vote for these people who want to have, they want to turn this country into a theocracy. I'm all against that. Yeah. You know, the I mean, church should not be running the country. I mean, isn't that what formed America in the first place? Religious freedom? Yeah. Well, yeah, but now you have these people who are like, yeah, but it was only our religion they wanted. Right. No, which is funny because those people that they talk about being the founding fathers, Yeah. you know, almost none of them were Christian, right? No. <laughs> like, I mean, well, and that's what, you see, that's conservative fan fiction right there is that all the founding fathers were like, you know, all for, you know, all for religion. All for Jeebus. Yeah. When all of them were in fact, yeah, church and, uh, church, you guys stay over there. Yeah. Politics, you're going to be right over there. Well, because yeah. they saw what happened with the Church of England and the UK. They were like, no, they're not going to have that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where basically... The king was a puppet to the Church of England, and so that's why, like all, like these right, like these, like you know, extreme right wingers, be like, "Oh, the founding fathers would be turning in their grave." Yeah, because you guys are going against what they fucking voted for in the first place. The founding fathers would have <laughs> shot you in the face. Forgetting like uh, George Washington would have beat you with his wooden teeth. It's like I, I've said before, and I've told you before that Thomas Jefferson. There was uh, they have a quote of him saying that basically. Take the Constitution, every uh, new era, rip it up and start over. He didn't make it to be the permanent record. Yeah, see? And that's what people don't get. See? He's a fan of reboots and reboots. (laughs) (laughs) All I know is that this country was founded by old, rich, white dudes that didn't want to pay taxes. And it's still ran by old, Old, rich, rich, white dudes dudes who don't want to pay pay taxes. taxes. (laughs) And we will never, ever not be that way unless we made our voices be heard. And the only way your voice is going to be heard is to get out there and vote. Uh, The midterms went decent, but they could have gone better. If the Democrats beat Donald Trump by millions and millions of votes during the last election, there's no reason why they couldn't have done it again in the midterms. And I think a lot of things that shot the Republicans in the foot, also besides Gen Z, was that they put abortion on the ballot. And mm-hmm. women and the majority of the country, 75% of the country support abortion. Women's right to choose. 75%. If all those people would have voted straight blue, there's no way the Republican would ever hold office anywhere ever again. To close out, I just want to say one more thing. The race in Arizona for the Secretary of State, thank God the dude that was a MAGA wacko lost. Because mm-hmm. right. he said that... Uh, he want he if it was him in 2020 he would have not certified the election in mm-hmm. Arizona. With that, Jay, you got any parting words? Arizona, give yourself a pat on the back because you did well. Woot woot. Yep. Texas, Georgia, go sit in the fucking corner. You're grounded. <laughs> <laughs>
You're on a timeout. <laughs> no soup for you. Right. <laughs> but what I want to close out with is just tell everybody that's the only way you're going to be able to make a difference in this world is to get out there and vote. Spread the word, but spread it with love. You spread hate. To equate Christianity and religion to politics, it's basically like this. The harder you push to try to get people to believe you, what, the way you believe by hate, you're never going to get anywhere. If you show them love, you show them compassion, you show them that your side is willing to work with them, they may come over to you. Like I used to say when I used to minister, there is no greater opponent for Christianity than a Christian. Basically, if you show that person you're full of hate and anger, why would they want to follow what you follow? Square biz. And with that, (laughs) I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. And from Jay and Sammy, she wishes you guys the best. And we will see you. You've just listened to the Minorities Report from Make It A Combo Productions. Executive produced by Jesse and Junior. Check them out on all platforms. And don't forget to follow our other podcasts, Am I a Slut? and Make It A Combo. Thank you and goodbye.